G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. It is great to have you here listening today for the first episode of 2022. My name is Lockie and I'm the host of this experience. And really my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow in your faith all throughout the week. Today we talk about part one of a new series called Taking Responsibility for Your Life. And wow, isn't that a big hard-hitting title to get you started for the year and we're really excited about this so today chris and i we hopefully make it a little bit less hard-hitting we make it a bit easier to understand where we're heading with this series so i sit down with chris we talk about the key points of this message really talking about what does responsibility look like and how much responsibility do i want to take for my life and things in this world from a christian perspective how we hope you get a lot out of this episode and hope to see you for the rest of the series as well Chris, mm. just leaving a nice long pause there to start the year. Chris, <laughs> take responsibility for your life. I need to actually after Christmas. <laughs> I'm glad you're so honest. But I, I was wondering what your response would be of just a straight up like, take responsibility for your life. Like, you know, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to hear. Yeah, look, I'll, I am. Um, yeah, I've let's just say i've been put myself on a bit of a diet after um after the christmas new year period hey like, <laughs> you're really you're really what, committing to this oh mate like see I, I every and and i feel like and this is an excuse right so i'll cop it for what it is i have a birthday in early january as well so i just feel like in my mind the christmas new year period runs from like the second week of december through <laughs> to like the middle of january so I feel that because I mean your wife being in a school once she knocks off for the year, mm-hmm. I feel like you'd it wouldn't be too hard to just feel like you're part of that experience of just entering holidays and then that carrying yep. through kind of till the start of February. Exactly exactly. I mean I got I got a lot like our family has a lot of birthdays in the month of January. So like, you know, I have my brother in November, so that kind of starts Christmas and then <laughs> um then I'm in January. My mum is like a couple of days like later. And then Emma is a couple of days after that. So it just like keeps going and going and going. Um, yeah. yeah. That's great. So taking responsibility for your life, the current series that we're in, are you just, mm. you're just preaching to yourself here, Chris, are you? I just kind of thought to myself, you know what I need at the start of the year? I need a wake up call. So everyone <laughs> else can listen into my, um, my talk to myself. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, I'm I'm so intrigued by this series. Um, and it's kind of it's a funny one because it's not one of those ones you start, you know, as the preacher, Chris. You don't really start this the uh the message with saying, oh, get everyone, turn to your neighbor and tell them, take responsibility for your life. It, it's not one of those warm, comforting, welcoming um kind of statements, but I think there's a lot behind it. And I'm I'm curious to hear why we're starting the year, or you know, starting, I guess, your year in early February, Chris. Mm. Um, with this series because it's uh it's definitely a bit provoking yeah well i think i feel well there's a practical reason for it one as aussies like i feel like until school goes back like we don't really start the year you know what i mean like it's kind of like new year's happen and we've got some resolutions but then it's like well we just revisit them again when the school year starts up and sports starts up and all that um, sort of stuff and obviously in Queensland with school being pushed back a little bit this series might feel a little earlier to people but I just think at the start of the year you know whether you set resolutions or not people sort of look at areas 
for their life that they want to, you know, make better or relationships they want to make better or things they want to improve. And really, I think when you kind of get down to it and you search beneath the surface, a lot of those areas we want to, we want to improve are areas that we just really haven't taken responsibility for. Now, it's kind of funny, like, because you sit down, you make a resolution, you know, let's pick something generic like, you know, like me, I want to eat a little bit healthier. Well, I could have been eating healthy the entire time. I had just disability for eating healthy and I didn't have a, a plan behind it and I didn't have some reasons why. And so we're just kind of talking about it because that's really what it is. And it doesn't sound fun and it kind of sounds a little bit, because it's, it's so much easier to, you know, to just say, oh, you know what? It was Christmas and there was a few birthdays in there. And, you know, it's, you know what it's like in church world, you get really tired at Christmas. And so you work longer hours. And so it's just easy to go to Macca's or, you know, you know, easy to get takeaway for lunch. And really what you're doing is you're just creating a whole bunch of excuses and you're just kind of not taking responsibility um, for, for some of your decisions. So that's kind of, that's kind of the gist of the series as we start the new year, as we look ahead, as we get excited about things, um, we just kind of want to, I think it sets, sets a really healthy tone for the year. Yeah, that's so good. I'm, I'm really excited. And I, I think there's going to be a lot that people can take away from this. Um, mm. Do you, uh, just before we even get into our questions mm. today, is there like a really, I guess, tangible and practical application and thing that we can get from this series, as well as a more spiritual application because obviously we're you know we're a church we do we do church stuff we talk about jesus but mm. um are you hoping alongside hopefully deepening faith that we can actually take some really practical um tips and just ways that we can apply this to our lives when it comes to things like eating or exercise is that is that also kind of part of this series as well yeah well i think it's, it's kind of one of those things where um it's it's like in western culture we, we love to segment things in our mind and so, um, you know, we can talk about things like, um, like this is a bit of a lifestyle series and then we've got our more spiritual series and all those sorts of things. But I think this is, for me, one of those series where what I want people to start to think about is this idea that, you know, faith isn't in a little box and your health isn't in a little box and your relationships aren't in a little box and your finances aren't like all of you goes into every relationship and all of you goes to church and all of you is engaged in your small group and all that. So getting this idea that, hey, um, it's actually a really spiritual thing to take responsibility for yourself and um, to take responsibility for your decisions. And yes, there's super practical things that you can apply, even if you're not a Christian. But for those of us who are Christians, it, it becomes really important because we actually recognize that God is in all dimensions of our life and in all aspects of our life. So doesn't really matter if I've got an absolutely, in my mind, you know, I pray every single day or I read my Bible every day, if... I have terrible relationships, don't look after my health and my finances are in a mess. Like that's, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, one thing I observe from like disciplined people is they're just that, they're, they're disciplined and that leaks into the different areas of their life. I think you rarely come across someone who's just like nailing one thing and really sloppy across the others. If they're a disciplined person, generally, maybe I'm wrong there, I'm not sure, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking of some leaders that I look up to it's an across the board discipline areas. And there's going to be things that are more natural to you and some things you struggle sure. with, but across the board, if you're a disciplined person, it, it's not long, doesn't take long for it to affect different parts of your life. That's a great observation. Oh, thanks, Chris. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Think, I'm excited. I'm just thinking about that in my life. And I think of people I look up to too, it's probably, yeah, the same. They just, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I, yeah. It's a, it's a generalization, but I think, um, I was just, yeah, exactly. Just trying to think mm. of some leaders that I, I respect and look up to in my life. Um, and that's, that's pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 
Oh, awesome. Well, let's get into some questions for today's message. Um, mm. And you made an interesting comment on particularly Aussie culture in, in your mm. message and, and the way we can kind of like shift and avoid responsibility in our lives. And um, Chris, I was hoping you could help us unpack what responsibility from a Jesus perspective or a Christian perspective looks mm. different to that of our responsibility as like an Australian, because you talked a lot about how in our culture, we, we like to shift and blame and not really take responsibility for ourselves. So what's the difference? Like, you know, we, we become Christian. We essentially uh, adopt a whole new way of doing things. Mm. What does that look like when it comes to responsibility as opposed to just doing what we have always done or doing what we were raised to do? So, yeah. And, and I think maybe it depends on where you sit on the, on the fence, like on this one. I think sometimes we think that we have a responsibility as, as Australians. And then sometimes we kind of think we have responsibilities in, as an individual. So um, depending on who's listening to this, like, oh, I don't really, someone could hear that and kind of go, oh, I don't really feel like I've got a responsibility as an Aussie, but um, so whether it's an individual or Australian responsibility, ultimately in that we're accountable to someone. So say for example, every time you get in your car, um, you're accountable to you know, the police or the government. If you get caught speeding, you become accountable and you get a speeding ticket and you kind of, you got to give that fine. You know, when you, when you work a job and you know, you do your taxes, you become accountable to the Australian taxation office when you kind of fill your tax tax report. And if you lie on that um, in a relationship, you're accountable to the people in the relationship and so on and so on and so on. Where, where it slightly changes if, if you're a Jesus follower is that um, we, we believe that you are not ultimately accountable to your spouse or your partner or your boss or the Australian taxation office. Ultimately you're accountable to God and you're accountable to God for the decisions you make, for the behaviors you make, for the way you treat other people, um, really for how you, you steward your life. And so in that way, I think it, it, the responsibility um, is a little bit different because as a Christian, what we're thinking is, all of my decisions have to be filtered through the lens of I'm ultimately responsible to God for this life because I believe he's blessed me with this life, that life is a gift. The skills and talents I have are a gift and, and they're to point back to him. Whereas, you know, if you don't believe in God um, or you kind of take the secular route, really ultimately you're just responsible to kind of whoever you submit yourself to, which depending on the day of the week could be a lot of people or it could be no one. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I guess, noting that you're still we're still responsible for those different things in our life but the overall accountability and responsibility is to god um which i think is a very different way of of looking at it yeah well it informs my decisions a little bit more because if i recognize that um someone that i have a you know someone i might be struggling with in the workplace or someone i might be struggling with on a sporting team or wherever it is might, that you might be challenged um, I have to recognize, well, hang on a minute, this person has dignity, this person has worth, this person has, um, you know, is created in the image of God. Well, all of a sudden, that changes the way in which I interact with them and I become more responsible for those conversations. Um, then it might perhaps, if I just sort of saw them as, you know, this is a person who's really bugging me and I've got some things that I want to achieve and I've got some things that I want to do and uh, you're annoying me. So I, I don't feel a responsibility. Um, to interact that way. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you mentioned in your message as well that, I mean, 
I'm speaking from my perspective, you know, that I was created with responsibility, but you were created with responsibility. Everyone listening uh, was, was created with a certain level of responsibility. And I was wondering, Chris, maybe you don't know, but um, I wonder if we could have a discussion around how far that responsibility extends. Like, what does that extend into? Is there some things that just doesn't matter? Are there some places where it really matters? Like, how much responsibility do I just have purely because I was created with responsibility? Great question. Well, I think everyone, everyone's unique. Um, and I think one thing that I'm learning um, more and more um, in different things is that I think we all have a plate of responsibility in life, uh, but some of our plates are different sizes. You know, what, what might look like um, a lot of responsibility to one person might not be a lot of responsibility to another person and, and vice versa. You know what? Someone might look at me like, wow, this is, you know, this is like nothing. Someone might look at it and go, wow, I wish I had that. So I think that is important to recognize off the bat. Um, the other thing that I kind of, with this is I think that for a lot of us, we, we feel responsible for a lot of things. We can kind of feel like, oh man, I'm almost responsible for things that actually aren't mine to be responsible for. So what I mean by that is, um, we'll kind of get to it a little bit in the four Monday, but I think there are a lot of things in relationships that we take on and we take responsibility for, but they're not ours to control. For example, um, it is your responsibility to approach them in a genuine and a courteous way, but it's not your responsibility to figure out how they, um, uh, how they respond. It's also not your responsibility for the way they feel. It's not your responsibility. For, so I think there are some things that we take on as responsibilities that we weren't actually, they're not ours to, they're, they're not ours to take on. We're not created for their responsibility. Someone else was created to take on those responsibilities. I think where it gets a little bit tricky is when we say yes and our actions and our words lead us to take on responsibility that then we later recognize we can't handle or maybe you know we've overcommitted ourselves or we've said yes too much well that's still then our responsibility for how we navigate that and how we um yeah how we walk through that yeah interesting i've got a uh, a bit of a curveball for you chris yes go. i was wondering the relationship between responsibility and conviction because some people feel convicted they feel like um, they have a greater sense of responsibility in certain areas. So for instance, like something that I've recently felt a great responsibility toward is the environment. And I believe that's mm -hmm. quite a spiritual thing for me. And yep. other people might not share that conviction or the level of conviction or responsibility for that. And how do we, like, how do we main, how, how do we navigate that tension of like, Hey, I feel really responsible for this. And maybe you don't, but you feel responsible for another area because of how you see your faith and things like that. Like, I was just wondering how we navigate that tension of different people being, feeling responsible for different things. Well, I think kind of what you've said there is just ties in so beautifully with, with um, the passage we looked at on the weekend, like in Genesis, like God created. And, um, you know, regardless of, of how you view Genesis, the idea that God created is um, the major theme of it. And so that I think that often our convictions are um, a uh, God's thumbprint of design on us. And I think we should expect that, you know, different people will feel 
um, my responsibility in other in certain areas. I think it, where it gets tricky is kind of like that thing that you said, Locke, and I'll, I love that example of that. You feel a certain responsibility for the environment. Um, and it's one thing to kind of maybe say, hey, you know, I want to talk to people about this more. I want to bring this to people's awareness. But then where I think some people get stuck is then they go, oh, well, because, you know, let, let's just, you know, and I'm, I'm learning a lot about this. But let's just say, for example, that you were to present this idea to me and I was going, you know what, Lockie, I don't care about the environment. It's not your responsibility then to feel like you have to make me or control me to do that because you can't. So I think you can definitely have a bigger sense of responsibility towards certain topics and issues that you want, you know, because I think that's the design of God. But it's also, again, at that point, figuring out um, where is where where are the lines of demarcation um, fall in terms of what is mine to take on that responsibility. Mm. Oh, well, thanks for answering that, Chris. I know that was a, a uh, unscripted question, but I hope it um, was, was help, helpful for some people listening. I hope so. Um, last one for you today, Chris, and mm. speaking really into our full Monday, giving that really practical next step for people to take. And the question is simply, how can I take responsibility in healthy this week? Or how can I undo mm. some of the areas where I have avoided taking responsibility? So I kind of wanted to preface this with um, perhaps something for, and I don't want to pick on our younger listeners because I think a lot of people, this is a generational thing, but it's probably something I observe in say the 30 and under generation is one of the ways we can take responsibility um, this week is to, to feel and recognize that thing that rises up within us when we feel overwhelmed. Cause one thing I do observe is I do see a lot of young people in general, not just Jesus followers, but young people take on responsibilities, say yes to things. And then they begin to feel anxious. or they begin to feel overwhelmed they begin to feel a number of ways and then they kind of just eject from responsibilities. And where I'd like to push back a little bit is to, to actually say that what you're feeling is actually the weight of responsibility, right? There's always a weight that comes with responsibility. And so, um, yeah, you might feel a little bit nervous about having to be responsible. That's good. That's a good thing because we all need to feel like, feel that weight of responsibility. Um, parents can probably talk about this really well the moment they first held their newborn child they became really starkly aware oh my goodness like i'm responsible for a human life and there's a weight to that so i think the first thing is to recognize that actually kind of feeling that a little bit can actually be quite a healthy thing um so how you can undo some of the areas in your life you avoid responsibility i talked about um something one of my coaches shared with me um, called the responsibility pie. And so let's say, for example, um, there's a conflict in your life that you're working through at the moment. Let's say you and your roommate have had a bit of a disagreement and maybe you've avoided responsibility in that area or maybe you kind of said to them, ah, you know what, it's your turn, you know, you never clean up or whatever it is. So you draw a circle on a piece of paper, that's the pie, and then you take a slice of that pie that says, um, and you draw a slice that says, this is these, the things in this slice, this is my responsibility. And it might be 10% of the conflict, it might be 30% of the conflict, but you will have a little bit of a slice, even if it's just a really thin slice. And so one of the ways that you can begin to take responsibility is to figure out, hey, well, how do I, 
how do I begin to take responsibility for the things that I can control? Maybe I have the conversation that I've been avoiding having. That's how I take responsibility. And just to, instead of assuming that person will magically figure out they need to do it. Maybe um, I need to um, put a little bit of a list together because I always say that, oh, I never know where the stuff goes. So maybe I could put a list. Hey, plates go here. Think cups go here. Um, but I think that's one of the, the easiest ways to do it is we can um, take responsibility by figuring out what pe- pe- uh, part of the conflict pie um, we are. And I don't know if that fully answers your question, Locke, or if you want to probe, probe me a little bit more. Oh, no, it's good. It's just good to see that. Um, I think the underlying thing you said there is that we, we're responsible. Like, and I think it'll be, it might be quite clear to some of our listeners or people who have heard you speak on the weekend or through Beyond a Home on YouTube that there's probably some areas and they might be thinking, okay, there's, this is one of those areas in which I'm um, responsible for. So I've, even in my own life, I'm thinking of that pie and going, yeah, actually that's it's quite helpful in areas that you might be complaining or just know that there's something not quite right there. There's a, there's a, a good, healthy, um, I don't know, just prodding, prodding to yourself to say, hey, you are responsible, even if it's just, you know, that 10%. Um, there's something if that we're not sure, do. like, yeah. And if, and if someone's like not sure, like, because there, there are definitely times where, you know, there's issues arise. We're not really sure what area um, or what part is ours to be responsible for. One of the easiest ways is to just figure out where, where blame is being pointed um, on, on your side, like for you, when you say, oh, you know, like that's their fault because, or, you know, the reason I did this is because often those things are the things where I would say, start with that space, start taking responsibility for that particular thing. And then that will kind of flow out for you. Yeah. Too good. Well, thank you, Chris. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation and, and the first part of taking responsibility for your life. Um, I know I'm, it's, it's going to be an interesting one journeying through this series for four whole weeks. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we kind of end up. So, Chris, enjoy your week off next week. We've got Riley Brown back on the podcast and we'll oh, see you on oh, part three. The man himself, he's got part two and four this, this time around. So, we'll see you back in week three of this one, Chris. Awesome. We'll see you then. See ya.